Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I will be covering outdoor activities. One of my favorite things to do is go outside and do outdoor activities. I mean, there is so much to do and so much to see out there. I have never gotten bored of going to different preserves or national parks. In this episode, I'm going to go over different ideas for outdoor activities, funny stories I have of them, and tips and tricks that I've learned. So the first activity I'm going to cover is hiking. This is definitely the most obvious when you think of outdoor activities, and I even did a episode on the benefits of hiking around a year ago, and so if you want to check that out, please do. Um, I talk about more in detail about how I find different hiking paths, what kind of benefits, health benefits and physical benefits of hiking. Even if you don't have like mountains near you, you don't need that. You can even find a path in a park near you and it's still good for your mental health and your physical health. So if you want to hear me go into a deeper dive about hiking, go watch that episode after you watch this one. So what I wanted to point out about hiking is that there are so many places to go hiking. And I found, after doing research through a philosophy project, that it really helps my schoolwork and my productivity as well as mental health and physical health. Obviously, we know that Physically, you're being active, so that helps your body. But mentally, it also helps clear your head. I mean, being in nature is so clarifying for a lot of people. And I think if you try it, it's really good, especially if you go by yourself. It's a great way to reflect on what you've done today, what you've done that week, what you've done this month, how you plan to change, how you have done well in this past week, have you, how have you done poorly, what you can do to change that. It's just a great time to reflect. And even if you go with friends, I found that the most deep conversations come from going hiking with friends um, because you're never on your phone and you just have all the time in the world to talk to them and go into subjects that you never would have thought you would have talked to them about. So definitely recommend going hiking, trying it by yourself and trying it with friends. Um, See which one you like better. And you don't have to go every day. I mean, for me, I did that in my project. It was honestly a big time commitment, but it ended up being really worth it for my productivity skills because I found that after being stressed all day from school, taking a break, walking in nature just did so much for me in terms of productivity. Um, Just taking even like a five-minute walking around your neighborhood can like de-stress you a bit and make you ready to do the work that you set out to do at the end of the day. Some tips I have for hiking, definitely bring more water than you think you need because I have made the mistake one too many times of bringing 
not enough water. I'll bring one water bottle and I'll be finished by halfway through the hike and then I have the other half to go through without any water. So I definitely recommend bringing more water than you think you need because usually we tend to underestimate how much water you need, especially myself. I'll admit I will bring way less water than I need and it seems to be a reoccurring theme. So I need to get this in my head as well. So definitely bring more water than you think you need. If you want snacks, bring some snacks. And if it's a challenging hike, pack for what you need and only what you need. So it's tempting to bring all the stuff on the checklist, all the binoculars, camera, phone, computer. Why do you need a computer? Like, (laughs) there are so many checklists out there, hiking checklists, but ultimately, if you're going on a hard hike, you definitely don't want to bring too much. Don't bring a blanket for a picnic because that's going to be so heavy. It's going to make the trip so much harder to be carrying that along the way. So definitely stick to the necessities, but do not underestimate the amount of water you need. The second outdoor activity I'm going to cover today is kayaking, but I'm also going to include canoeing in here because they are kind of similar. So I found kayaking is a great way to bond and so is canoeing. So whoever you're going kayaking or canoeing with, it's going to be a bonding experience for sure. I have this crazy story of a kayaking trip that I went on with my two childhood best friends. And we actually came up with a crazy story at the end. So with this kayaking trip, we had gone to a lake near us and we got our kayaks and we went out on the lake. Everything was great. And we didn't even have our phones with us. We left them with our parents. And when we were out there, we talked and talked and talked for hours. I mean, really, it was, I think we were out there for like two hours, but it was such a bonding experience for us. And we even like made a little bucket list for us of what we want to do as a trio together, like where we want to go or what we want to do together as a trio. And so that was really, really cool, imagining all the possibilities of where we could go, what we could do, what we could eat, what we could see. And um, it was just such a fun day. I definitely recommend going with someone that you can talk for hours with because kayaking is a great way to do that. I also have a canoeing story. I went to a camp once and we canoed to our camping spot, which was like a little island um, in the lake. So there's like a, a giant lake and there's little islands in it. And so we canoed to our island and that was a bonding experience for all the campers and the camp leaders um, because we were all singing and telling stories while we were on our way. Obviously, it was a, like challenging to canoe that far, but 
it made it so much better while we were singing and telling stories. And whoever was in your canoe just became your team, your best friends. So I really think these activities, these kayaking and canoeing activities that you can do are really the best ways to bond with people. And even like any outdoor activity for that matter is just great to spend some time with someone without your phone. Some other outdoor activities that are included in this category, but I don't have like too much to talk about with them, is paddleboarding and surfing. So these two are really good alternatives if the beach gets boring, if you don't want to read a book on the beach anymore. Um, Paddleboarding and surfing, even if you don't know how to surf, um, boogie boarding is a great option. Um, With paddleboarding, that is a great way to take it slow, and almost anyone can do that one. Um, As long as you have, like, calm waters near you, it's a great activity. In an episode about outdoor activities, I could not exclude camping. This is one of the most obvious outdoor activities, but still a great one to mention nonetheless. So, I mentioned the camp that I was going to with the uh, canoeing story, and we also went camping that day, and I found it a really good experience to be sitting near the fire with all of these new people I just met, and something about going camping and sitting near a fire just makes you open up so much. I think we had like the most deepest conversation that day. We all talked about our personal lives and just knowing that these people are all new. They're all new people that I have never met in my entire life, but somehow I felt so comfortable talking to them in such an environment. And I think by far that was my favorite camp day. And another good thing about camping is that it is adjustable. Like, if you're not an outdoor kind of person, maybe you rent an RV. Maybe you get, like, a cabin instead of a tent. Camping is adjustable. You can do it any way you want. And if you're more of an outdoors person, maybe you set up your own tent. But for those of you who aren't, there's other opportunities for you. There's other options. Moving on to the next activity, I'm going to mention horseback riding. So, I have unforgettable, funny memories of horseback riding. Obviously, horses are so elegant, yet so funny, because I worked as a volunteer for this rescue organization um, that taught horse riding lessons um, on horses that have been rescued to children who are disabled. And I have the most fun memories from that. And horseback riding is just such a great way to let loose, have fun, de-stress. There's so many unpredictable moments that you are sure to never forget. Because horses... I just have such a love for horses because they <laughs> they are hilarious. They are so not predictable and funny. I just can't even express how many funny stories I have. 
The final activity I'm going to mention in this episode is cycling. So cycling is another one or bike riding um, that is sure to bring really good memories. Um, I remember going for six to ten mile bike rides with my parents and those were really, really fun. I mean, especially if you can go somewhere new and exciting. That's amazing. Like, even if you're going to the same place that has multiple trails, bike riding not only gets you out of the house, gets you out of the chair, and gets you moving, but it also provides, like, mental clarity in the same way that hiking does, I think. Because with hi- uh, with biking, it's not really like you can talk to the other person too much, but you do get that same feeling of the wind in your face clear clearing your head of a stressful week or whatever and I think that is what makes bike riding valuable as a outdoor activity and that is all for today's episode I hope you enjoyed it and if you did please follow the podcast check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com and follow my instagram at dreamgreenteens and gracegonegreen until next time don't forget to dream green Bye-bye.